This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And now... It's time for the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, for America. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am Andrew for America, and today I'm going to start the show with this funny clip. Take a listen to this. If vagina dryness had a face, what would it look like? Let me show you. It would look like Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. Now I know that was kind of mean, but like honestly, it's deserved. Because a lot of people just tell us that, hey, that's just a think tank. Everything you think you know about the WEF or the World Economic Forum is a conspiracy theory. Well, let me show you where those think tanks lay on the pyramid or the pyramid of power. Now let's look at the world pyramid of powers. If you look at the fifth one down, it says think tanks. Yeah, that's where the World Economic Forum lays. Also, if you look into Klaus Schwab, his dad has connections to Nazi Germany and a company that he worked for. His influences are Henry Kissinger. If you don't know who that guy is, pure evil. Now what people don't understand is Erica is um, Klaus Schwab's dad's second wife. His actual mom is named Marion, Marion de Rothschild. Yeah, now I know what you're going to say. These people have nothing against us. They're just a think tank. Yeah, they're thinking of ways of stealing your shit and your freedoms. But don't worry, that's totally cool, right? So here in Canada, um, we have a bunch of politicians that are heavily involved in the WF group. And most notably is Justin Trudeau. And I mainly harp on him because honestly, he's insufferable. So is the NDP. That includes Jagmeet and the NDP leader here in Alberta. But what people don't know is that the Conservatives are also heavily involved in the World Economic Forum. Now they tried scrubbing that off the internet. However, the sleuths have found it in the archives. So let me show you three prominent leaders who are also involved in the World Economic Forum. We've got none other than flip-flop bloated Doug Ford from Ontario, but that's not really a surprise, is it? We have Andrew Scheer. I know. And the one that has been denying it the entire time, Pierre Polyev, who was archived at the World Economic Forum. Now, I know I harp a lot on the liberals, mainly because I cannot absolutely tolerate Justin Trudeau's face or his voice. Um, But the conservatives aren't any less guilty of being infiltrated by this group. Now, the World Economic Forum also thinks that arts and music will save the climate change thing. Let me me show you. Yeah, what in the fresh hell was that? That was the World Economic Forum. These are the people in the think tank that think they know 
what is best for the rest of us. I mean, if you honestly don't know who the 13 families are and who really runs the world and all the banks that are involved and all of these um, rich people that want to so-called better the world, but yet they show up in private jets to Davos every year, think again. <laughs> yep, think again. So before I tell you who that was, I'm going to tell you a little story. So once upon a time, not too long ago, I'm uh, scrolling through the TikTok and I see this uh, young woman tearing into the World Economic Forum, tearing into uh, fiat money and digital currency and what's going on up in Canada and what's going on around the world with this brave new Orwellian surveillance police state totalitarian dictatorship that I continue to talk about on this podcast and a lot of the stuff she was saying was a lot of the stuff that I'm saying. And so I was immediately interested. She went by Introverts008 on TikTok. She had over a million, maybe even two million followers around the world that were watching her very well-researched, uh, funny, informative, uh, cautionary videos. She's just a truth seeker trying to get out information that she is learning based on her research. And if you guys have been listening to my show for a while, you know that I've played a couple clips from Introverts 008 uh, on this show before. And so I started following her, of course, and I started saving clips that I liked that themed up with some of my stuff. So that's where those previous earlier clips came from. Uh, and then one day... My friends uh, over at the Wicked Planet podcast, Ron from New England and Buckley, I saw an ad on the Instagram that they had her on the show. She was advertised as being a guest. I checked out that episode. I was like, holy shit, you guys got her on. I would love to speak with her. And so I set the wheels in motion to try to get her on my show. Her name is Tiana the Truth Seeker. Her new handle is truthseeker01011 on, I believe, TikTok and Instagram. I know she's got an Instagram page up now. She is a very intelligent woman. Uh, she lives near the Northern Territory in Ontario, Canada. I mean, Alberta. Sorry, Alberta, Canada. She works out in the oil fields. Uh, she's originally from, I think she said Yugoslavia. I forget. She gets into it uh, in the interview here today. Uh, where she kind of talks about her past and how she saw uh, the tyranny of governments and, and she saw wartime at a very early age and uh, she needed to escape and uh, she ended up uh, settling, her and her family ended up settling in Canada. So she has a lot of world, uh, wor you know, worldly knowledge, insights about multiple cultures and um I always say you guys know that I think that's a very, very important thing for all of us to do is to get out and travel. If we have the opportunity, you got to get out of this country and see another country so that you can come back to your, your country, the United States of America, and see it with new eyes. You will gain knowledge, wisdom, and perspective, I promise. So she uh, talks about that here on in the interview coming up. And... 
let me backtrack a little bit. So then, uh, actually, before I heard her on Ron from New England's show and Buckley's show, The Wicked Planet, um, I actually saw her on an episode of Newsmax. And I was like, holy shit, this girl is blowing up. They got her on mainstream media or cable news. Actually, maybe not mainstream. <laughs> I don't know if I called Newsmax. I don't know if I'd call Newsmax mainstream media. No, it's cable uh, propaganda for partisan propaganda but anyway um they got some good ideas on there obviously there's good you know positives and negatives to every news channel i guess uh some are clearly better than others uh but i remember i I was trying to get her on the show for a while we were emailing back and forth and i remember her telling me that she's blowing up uh she's getting calls and offers for news shows and podcasts all over the place so Clearly, her message, her words, her research, her knowledge and understanding of what's going on uh, was catching a lot of people's attention. I mean, over, you know, two million view, um, followers on TikTok and other channels. She just got hacked off. They just told her that they dropped her TikTok page the other day. So she's basically starting over, but she's not stopping. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. She even said in this interview, she's like, I'm going to be a thorn in their side. Aside, they're going to be sick and tired of me. And I was like, dude, I, I love this girl's attitude and perspective. Uh, she's punk rock. And you guys are going to see that uh, here coming up when you're taking a listen to this interview here. Before we get to all that, though, I want to play one more clip from her that I like uh, just to kind of give you guys a little bit more background on the kind of videos uh, she was putting out. So here we go. Take a listen to Tiana, the truth seeker. Here we go. Breaking news out of Canada right now. Justin Trudeau has sided with the NDP to push a bill through Bill C-11, which is the Internet censorship bill, with literally zero discussion. He has shut down all discussion. He has shut down all amendments to the bill, including senators that are on his side that are worried about some of the content that are in the bill. Basically, the government of Canada has said that if content is not deemed Canadian enough, it will not be allowed on the Internet or for us to see. This includes not just independent journalists, however, authors, music creators, content creators. This is absolutely not a bill to push more Canadian content into Canada. It is an absolute censorship bill that the Canadian government will be able to control at all times. This means that we are not allowed to basically question anything that the Canadian government is doing online. We will not be able to share any Canadian information that goes against the liberal agenda. This is absolute totalitarianism. This is not a democracy anymore. Canada has completely lost its plot with Justin Trudeau at the helm. And with the NDP helping them at every step, I want every Albertan to know that this next election, it is super important that we do not elect scumbag Notley so that we can actually uphold some sort of democracy, at least in this province, since the democracy of Canada is completely dying. This censorship bill will absolutely wipe out any independent journalist, authors, music, content creators that are not deemed liberal enough. This has nothing to do with being Canadian enough. This is an absolute totalitarianism step that Justin Trudeau has taken to censor the internet because too much information is coming out against his true plan and his true intentions. 
Yeah, so there you go, people. Clearly, she is very knowledgeable about Canadian politics. Clearly, a lot of her messaging is very similar to what I've been telling you, people. Government and corporations are joining for- forces. Mussolini. Fascism. Should more accurately be called corporatism because it, because it is a merger of state and corporate power. And that's what we're seeing with this New World Order, World Economic Forum rollout plan for the world that I've been talking about on this podcast since episode one. Clearly, I'm not alone. There are a lot of people out there seeing the same thing, learning the same things, understanding what's going on, realizing it's time to blow the whistle and sound the alarm. In this uh, interview, I told Tiana, I said, you know what? You need to start a podcast. I was like, you need to get one off the ground because people would listen. And um, I remember her saying back in the day when I was trying to get her on the show and she was getting bombarded uh, from every single angle of people trying to get her on their show. um, She told me that um, she didn't know if she was going to be able to do a lot of the shows that she wanted to be on because the connection was bad up there and you know, whatever, et cetera. But I think she's starting to think about it, and I would love for her to start a show because I would most definitely listen. So um, let's hit a commercial, and when we come back, I'm going to play you this interview. Um, I'm, I apologize for that connection problem. The audio is a little echoey. She's kind of got a, a echo going on that uh, despite my best efforts, I have not been able to fix completely. Uh, I hope it's not too annoying or distracting. Uh, I don't think it will be because I've listened to this a few times now. And uh, you can definitely get the point, even though there's a few little flubs of uh, her audio in there. I think you guys will get her message and she gets her point across uh, quite well. So, my fellow Americans, this is episode 138 of the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. And it is my honor to present to you viral TikTok sensation, Tiana the Truth Seeker. And Tiana the Truth Seeker is punk rock people. We'll be right back. All right, people, welcome back to the show. Really quick, I just wanted to say that um, what she was talking about in that second clip in the previous segment about uh, this new law, the Canada's trying to roll out with you know, more surveillance, more control, more censorship, coming after content, uh, content creators, trying to control what we can and can't see on the Internet, completely taking the ability for the common people, the average people, to seek real, true information. I've been saying it, people, anything digital is suspect moving forward in this world. you got to go buy uh, physical books uh, from the past, old books. you got to go get the actual documents, the actual PDFs, if you can still find them. Um, because it's like uh, Fahrenheit uh, 451, uh, Bradbury's book, and like what the Nazis did. It, it, they're burning the books. They're just removing them so that 
they eliminate knowledge and wisdom from the average person's ability to like rise above that. It reminds me of what I was telling you about Rudolf Steiner's vaccine that's going to re- remove the soul and spirit of man. They want us dumbed down robot automatons, people, unthinking, unfeeling, obedient subjects. That's what they want for we the people. And what she's talking about reminds me a lot of that new Restrict Act that they're trying to pass here in the States that does the same thing. Complete internet control and censorship of information on top of wanting to take our guns, on top of not wanting us to travel and wanting to put us in 15-minute cities and, you know, these painless concentration camps, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. People, the slow usurping. The slow crawl. The long game. That's what the big clubs playing and have been playing. China also. China's playing the long game. All right, enough of me rambling. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Um, again, sorry about the echo effect, but I think you guys will get the point. Here we go. Here's my conversation with TikTok viral sensation Tiana, the truth seeker, aka Truth Seeker 01011, aka Introverts 008. Here we go. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show today. I have the honor of welcoming to the show. Somebody whose clips I have played for you good fine people uh, on the show many times in the past. And uh, I've seen her on uh, Ron from New England and Buckley Show, Wicked Planet podcast. She's all over TikTok and she was blowing up. I've seen her on Newsmax and uh, I just think her story is so fascinating. So she goes by many names, Truthseeker01011, Introverts008 on TikTok. And her name is Tiana, and she joins us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So I was really fascinated uh, when I first started watching your videos. um, First things first, I was like, oh, my gosh, everything she's saying sounds like everything I talk about on my show. So I was immediately hooked to your videos. And especially when you started talking about uh, living in Canada and then being originally from Yugoslavia and seeing, uh, you know, a, a nation at wartime. And, and it's a fascinating story that I've heard you tell on how you and your family moved to Canada. So could you uh, share that story with my listeners? I think it's really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so former, Yugoslav- former Yugoslavia, but are now five different countries. And we had a civil war breakout after we managed to flee into Switzerland where we lived in a refugee camp for five years and then we basically spent five years um, being tossed around from refugee camp to refugee camp in Switzerland eventually the Swiss government wanted to send us back 
because the war had officially been over, but the situation was still pretty bad in um, Yugoslavia or what is now known as Bosnia, but I'm half Serbian. And we decided to apply to Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and the United States with Canada being our, being our first choice. We managed to get into Canada. Canada accepted us. That's awesome. Wow. That's so... How was that? Do you remember a lot of it? Was it like scary going through an experience like that? It's actually really interesting because I don't remember anything, maybe bits and pieces prior to the war, but I remember a lot of the war and a lot of the refugee center and living in Canada. Oh, wow. So how old were you when you eventually got to Canada and made that track? I was 10 years old. Wow. That's crazy. So, so you've been in Canada, and I think when I first started talking to you, uh, when we were talking about doing the show, um, we had to reschedule a couple of times because you said you had to do something out in the field. What was, uh, what are you, what uh, is your occupation out there? What are you doing up in Canada? Uh, so I work uh, in the so oil work field, in the oil and field. I pretty much I live months on end out in the middle of nowhere in the bush. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. So. So, man, that, that's, your, your story is so fascinating. So what led you to finally making your way on social media after you obviously had been doing research about, uh, you know, kind of the state of the world with the World Economic Forum plans for, you know, I call it the big club on my show, the big, you know, enslavement or takeover or depopulation or whatever. Uh, a lot of those conspiracy theories, a lot of us are kind of arriving at those same uh, ideas and same themes they keep coming up uh, amongst a lot of truth seekers out there so uh, how did you uh, get you know I'm sure a lot of your experience made you skeptical of government in the first place but uh, what led you to start wanting to making uh, start making TikTok videos and getting good information out to people well, I was well, an investment journalist prior, prior to probably for 15, probably years, for 15 years, but I always kept my name hidden and my face hidden, and, hidden, and I would just pump stories to whoever would listen. Then 2020 came, and I tried to openly tell everybody what was happening on Facebook, but I went to Facebook jail almost every minute I got out. I was in Facebook jail for about two years straight, and then I got TikTok for the first time, but now I got banned there, so I have a new account. And I made a rant video. Did you have, like, millions of followers? Yeah. Yeah, hundred thousand. Oh, I got banned last week. I'm back, back at it again. Yesterday, yesterday I started my new started one under Truth Seeker zero one zero one one with on there, and I have a video basically saying it's me. Wow, that's so crazy. So, I mean, were they monitoring your your content basically, and they, did they give you any reason? They just shut it down. Yeah, they've yeah, been monitoring they've been my monitoring content. My I didn't. Content. I just I got, didn't, taken, I just down. got taken down. I couldn't I, even. I can't even get can't into my account to download, account my, data to download my data or appeal. Oh my gosh! So that's crazy. So I know. I know that you got on Instagram. Are you on basically everything? Just trying to get your message out there. Yeah, I'm on yeah, Facebook. I'm on I barely Facebook. have any followers there, but Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are my main ones. And my website got hack attack two days ago. So I'm trying to get that back. Trying to get that back. Oh my gosh! What's your website called? Um, it's truthseeker zero one zero one one news dot com. 
Awesome. How long have you been doing that? I started the website about a month ago, um, and I just put up all the articles I talk about on TikTok, but in detail, and all the information that I found on the internet. That's awesome, because I feel like a lot of people, like, one of the things I really loved and that struck me about your videos and a lot of your content is that you're re well-researched. You actually go look for the government documents and for the official, you know, like in the in the States, they have the white papers and the declassified CIA documents that uh, a lot of truth seekers are always trying to get their hands on just to find out what really happened in the past. So it, do they have an equivalent of that in uh, Canada? Is for like the uh, uh, intelligence community type of thing? Um, we do, um, but we our do, intelligence but community our intelligence CSIS, CSIS is a, is a, a joke. joke. Most, Most of all of our information of our comes information from Homeland comes from Security Homeland in, the United Security States. in the United States. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, what do you think about that uh, recent Trudeau and Obrador in Mexico and Biden are talking about, you know, what this North uh, American Union that... I mean, I feel like they've been talking about it for years. Do you think that's really the future? Do you think that they're going to try to destroy the borders and get everybody in North America all into one big super continent country kind of thing? Well, I mean, that's what well, they want I mean, to do with the same thing that the European Union tried doing, but then with Brexit happening and the protests in France right now, it looks like the New World Order is completely breaking, especially with Mexico joining BRICS and with the new China and Russia at the helm of basically the New World Order that they flipped on the cabal from Europe. From Europe. Oh, wow. So you think China and Russia are on the same team now, fighting basically NATO and the U.S.? A hundred percent. The chess game right now is anybody that the West has been bullying for decades is turning on the West and joining Russia and China in a conglomeration. Um, China and Russia have now opened up all trade borders, um, including oil, coal, energy, and basically they want to start trading and energy in yuan, which would make the American dollar completely obsolete because it is a oh, boy. oh yeah i think i heard that so that's wow so uh i mean let's let's just get to it uh let's get to the heart of the matter do you see is world war three the plan <laughs> are they setting the lines up right now like you know what i mean what do you think about that I don't think there's, don't we think are in World War III, are in World to be honest. The bioweapon bio Pfizer bio thing was definitely the start of World War III, and World War III is basically a war of information. And right now the West is, this includes Europe and North America, they are trying to maintain that image that we're still in power, but we're losing it very, very quickly and very, very fast to the pact that Russia and China have made with a lot of different countries that have been bullied by the West and sanctioned for many years. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty scary for we Americans. Uh, and uh, a lot of people would say we deserve it, I think, if, you, you know, they really wanted to have the honest conversation. I think a lot of Americans feel that way, but maybe are scared to say it. And um, I love you and a lot of your videos where you say, you know, you got to find the courage and 
I have that video that uh, I love that video where you're talking about the NPCs and you just you let them have it like you're the one that uh, took the jab. You're the one that did this and that you're just you're laying into people. I love it. So <laughs> I appreciate you because when I I'm see your passion, <laughs> yeah, when I see your passion, like it reminds me of me. I don't know if you've listened to any of my podcasts yet, but like I love that there's more of us out there in the world that see it. Uh, things the same way and are being courageous enough to uh, in the face of ridicule <laughs> and mockery uh, we push past that and try to get our, the message out there like look people all you got to do is look at the evidence that is there you you don't have to take my word for it just look it's all around you you just have to go seek it out you know Exactly. And I don't think that um, Russia and China are as big of a threat as um, the cabal wants to make it seem to us, the people. They are a threat to the cabal. And so um, the more people push back on the cabal, the more we can get balanced in the world. Wow. So uh, are you optimistic or pessimistic about good times on the horizon? given all of your research what's your expert opinion on that one well a little bit of well, i mean of, um we're headed we're for headed the eye of the storm, of the storm. Um, we've been um, on the edge of the storm for quite a while now and um but storms never but last storms forever never last and there's forever. always sunny there's days always after, sunny the days storm. after the storm it's just, it's how, just bad how bad the cabal the will come down will on us the people yeah uh these uh these, these, this theme of depopulation keeps coming up, and um, a lot from you know people back from in the back, uh, back in the day rather, like Jordan Maxwell and uh, Milton William Cooper, and you know some of the OG conspiracy theorists from the past that have kind of seen this stuff coming for much longer than a lot of people do these days, and and you know a lot of us know and have discovered through our research that some of the people behind the scenes are ancient bloodlines that go back to before i mean even christian times in the time of christ so i think i think even you know what what is what's been your experience with trying to get this type of information these big concepts into people's heads that have just never even for a minute given thought to the possible reality that they are living in being something like what we really are living in has it been <laughs> easy hard what do you think it's been a lot been easier a lot since easier 2020, since 2020 um, because they screwed, because up, they so screwed up so bad. Before 2020, Before 2020 mm, I was called I was every, called name, in the every book. name in the book. And when so I would sure. tell when people, I would tell hey, people I hey, I knew the vaccine depopulation plan back in 2009, people didn't believe me at all. Then 20 came and I basically told them exactly what would happen step by step. I even showed them all the leaked WHO paperwork of uh, their, uh, playbook. their playbook and, and no one really no believed one really it until the vaccines kind of rolled kind out of and out injuries and started, to happen. started to happen yeah i uh i just did an episode where uh i played a clip from uh, dr dolores cahill i believe was her name and she said that anyone with an mrna vaccine is going to die within the next two to five years and i was like oh just gonna die no no questions asked like have, have you seen any research that points to that? Because I'm vaccinated, so I might have three to five years left with 
the world. So <laughs> what do you think? Have you seen anything that proves or disproves well, that? I have. Um, yeah, I, I, I have because, because what's in these nanolipids is something called CRISPR. And it was attacking everybody's immune system or anything that you have prior to with health issues. Now, more research has suggested that if you have an RH negative blood, uh, 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 safer, safer. Um, than, uh, than RH positive, RH blood, positive types. blood types with the vaccine. With the vaccine. Oh, so the, only the RH blood type is safe, is what you're saying? Yeah. So the yeah, RH so negatives the RH seem to not have any side effects, and they I've heard people have five so far vaccines and zero side effects. Wow. So, whew. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot to take and in. So, a lot of the vaccines uh, also have a parasite, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Metals. metals. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I didn't hear that last part. What did you say? Vaccines have parasites and metals in them. Um, they're not the m. They're not the So, wow. Uh, where? So, where would you point somebody that is interested in learning more, as far as? where you get your information because a lot of people I've heard say, oh, you know, it's not doing your own research if you're just Googling something online and you're you're showing up at some, you know, wacky website or whatever where you don't know who is behind it or if it's AI or what it is. So um, do you list all that stuff on your uh, pages and stuff and on your website for where people can go to look for this information? I don't I list it on TikTok it on because TikTok I've noticed because uh, with, noticed, references, uh, with references, my videos get taken down or flagged. But on my website, on I have website, all of my resources and where I find my research. I use a Russian Google, I guess, called Yandex, and I use VPN, and it will open up a whole lot of internet that doesn't exist on Google or Bing or Microsoft. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's awesome. When we uh, get out of here, I need to get that. What was that called again? What was the site called? Uh, Yandex. Uh, Yandex. It's Y-A-N-D-E-X. See, that's fascinating. I, I feel like I know computers, but I don't know them well enough to get to parts of the Internet that exist that I've never heard of or seen before. So that's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what else, uh, you know, with... I guess just lay it on me. I'm ready. I'm ready to take it. I can take it. What do you foresee uh, coming within this next, you know, um, agenda 2030, um, uh, you know, depopulation, new world order rollout plan? What do you foresee coming? So when so 2020, when started, 2020 started, um, I realized um, that the, realized vaccines, that the were, vaccines were, most of them were most mRNA, them were which, mRNA means which means the gene therapy, therapy vaccines, to take out, to take out um, basically, basically every immune system. That was their step was one. Their that step is why one. I called it a trial run and a dry run, run because I don't think COVID think even COVID existed. Even I think the in vivo and in vitro viruses that they tried to release, to release um, didn't stick um, with um, patient, um, zero. patient zero. And so and they just so used fear mongering and propaganda to keep us locked into our feared enough to get the vaccine. I think what Bill Gates is talking about with pandemic number two is going to 
to be a real virus, but it will be much deadlier to people with no immune systems versus people with immune systems. However, if we can let everybody know that this is their plan, um, we can actually put a wrench in it and then hopefully try and reverse what the vaccines have So, So how do you, what would you say to the average everyday person that's just coming uh, upon this information, um, you know, that thinks that there's nothing they can do, it's too big of a problem, you know, what would your advice to those people be? I've looked behind the curtain and and these people, these elites elites are the dumbest dumbest group of human beings, if they're even human, Um, but they are the (laughs) dumbest pieces of shit on the planet. planet. And I think all of their plans will get foiled as long as we talk about this openly and keep an open mind that the word conspiracy theory has been programmed into our brains through basically propaganda and Ultra for Ultra now, for us, now. To us to down. shut people down. So, so if we can, if we can openly, discuss openly discuss this, this there, are, there solutions are solutions to absolutely, to absolutely every problem, every problem, on, the problem on, the on the planet. I agree. And I love that you're optimistic about this. Uh, for me personally, um, <laughs> it is scary to think that there's a good chance I'm done on this earth within the next five years, give or take. But uh, I'm going to keep doing my show and talking about the same topics and getting the truth out there to people because um, I feel like I will have accomplished something uh, at the very least. I did what I thought was right. You know what I mean? And, and, And I think if we can all say that, right, then hopefully that's good enough. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> You know what? You it's know what? mind it's over mind matter, matter, and half of their vaccines weren't even stored properly, so most of the so people that did get the vaccines have it flushed out of their system. Um, as um, I said, so there's a chance I'm going to live. Group of idiots. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. And I can give you a list of all of the remedies that are so far available on the market right now. After we get off the podcast, that would be amazing. Somebody told me chewing nick. Nicorette, nicotine gum. Did you hear that one? <laughs> okay, actually, um, actually, I know this is going to be um, super bad, and some people are going to be mad at me, but I'm a smoker for a reason, and I have a lot of information um, about bachelor's <laughs> in molecular biology and biochemistry, but um, nicotine actually blocks bacteria and viruses from entering your system. No way. Somebody told me that about marijuana, too. If you smoke weed, like you're safe from COVID or something. <laughs> I heard that along the way somewhere. <laughs> I don't I don't know about marijuana, but I'm pretty sure it calms you down, which kind of uh, elevates your immune system. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, I started growing yeah. hydroponic <laughs> yeah. uh, garden in my house because I don't want to buy poison food from the grocery store anymore. So no. I'm making steps in the right direction, filtering my water, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly, if there's Honestly, a way there's of what they did, there's absolutely did, there's a way of reversing it. And there's so many different remedies that are being tested right now tested all right over the world, including in Switzerland, Argentina, Spain. There's a bunch of universities right now trying to mitigate all the damages from the vaccines. That's refreshing to hear because I think, you know, a lot of people that uh, are afraid of listening to people like us that talk about this kind of thing all the time. Um, I think that if they hear 
a positive outcome is possible, they may be more willing to receive the information rather than just run screaming from it. So that's awesome. And I think that we should both probably do more videos about that so people don't think it's all fear, fear, fear. You know what I mean? I've, I've heard you talk about that before, too. It's like, oh, you just live in fear all the, all the time. It's like, no, we're actually optimistic. We're trying to get you on board so we can get it done, get the work done quicker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you exactly. can't yeah, you can, uh, the, information uh, the information coming in. Coming you have in. to you face have every to problem face head on so that we can get it accomplished and solve it and as solve as, it possible. as possible. Yeah, so um, what else did I want to ask you about? So I saw you did a video, uh, switching directions, switching gears for uh, just a sec, about this guy, Matt Hancock. <laughs> and... Uh, I was wondering if you could enlighten, <laughs> if you could enlighten my listeners and viewers about this guy and that situation you were talking about in that re recent video of yours. You have the floor. Go right ahead. <laughs> so Matt Hancock so Matt is Hancock the health, or was the health, health minister, the minister in the UK. I call him the human version of a hemorrhoid because that's what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like. <laughs> And he basically decided to text a newspaper and his friend Damon Poole about how to put fear back into all of you, so that he could get vaccination and take up because they get bonuses for that or they have their own. And so and I decided so to I expose decided to because this because narcissistic, this narcissistic um, pile of crap, pile of crap on a biography, a biography written about him, written and, about he him. and he phone gave his to phone a to a independent, independent journalist, journalist who basically went through his entire text messages and decided to leak it on the internet. Oh boy, not smart. And I found it. Yeah, that's amazing. I found him on Twitter. Wow, so how much, just out of curiosity, how much time do you spend diving into digging this stuff up every day? You, you seem like you're a very, very busy person. About eight, About to, 10 eight hours. to 10 hours. Holy shit. Wow. You should start a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I was actually told was actually that, told um, that um, the other week the that other I should either write a book or start a podcast. And I honestly, I'm actually surprised that people surprised even, people even like, like listening to me. I, I was nothing special. And I was told to shut up for so long that I'm still in shock that people want to listen to me. Well, you know, you what I think it is, is that a lot of people, especially people in the podcast community that... Uh, like everyone that's on all media united.com uh, like you've been on wicked planet with those guys before and uh, there's a lot of us that talk about similar topics out there and the reason why it, there's been such an explosion with podcasters is that I think people are getting sick and tired of corporate mainstream propaganda machine media and they're thirsty for something else and if they can listen to somebody Tell them a story about this led to this. You know, if you can deconstruct the history and the chronology of something with facts and evidence, uh, you know, the research and the work shines through. And even if you didn't have a, a dramatic voice that delivered it, I think people would still listen because over time, I think it's become generational now that people just diss 
trust mainstream corporate media. Uh, you know, their parents have passed that down to them at this point. You know, we Americans have seen everything from 9-11 back to even before that, all the way back to JFK assassination. So at this point, it's generational. People are teaching their kids, don't pay attention to this crap anymore. So I'm just saying, if you ever wanted to start a podcast, I think there's a bright future for you. I, th- I think I'm going to be starting one um, soon one here, here, just as uh, this, this minute, minute I get my website back up, website and then hopefully and my then podcast, hopefully doesn't, doesn't, get doesn't get hacked. <laughs> yeah, well, I recently uh, heard that the AI algorithm bots are going to be sent out to censor we podcasters. Uh, I just read that article on the show a couple uh, episodes before, previously. And uh, that's scary because a lot of us are on uh, this app, Anchor, that is affiliated with Spotify. And they let us podcast for free. So if they decide to censor us or shut us down, there's a lot of podcasts that are going to be in real, real trouble. They're going to have to go independent with their RSS feed. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if we get censored. But for now, it's working. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that's what I took my TikTok, TikTok down as well, down because, because um, um, I had no warning, nothing, and all of a sudden, apparently, I just had, like, a bunch of people complain about my, all my videos, was all at once. Wow, do you think that was premeditated? Do you think they were watching you for a while? Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. I, touched I touched on, on um, Stats on Canada, Canada a little bit little too bit deep, too and deep. Justin, <laughs> Trudeau Justin Trudeau is a tyrant, is a tyrant and he would do that. Would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's crazy because I've heard, I've heard other podcasters say that on Instagram they, they've said as soon as you get over like 1,000 or 2,000 only uh, followers that they start watching you basically, and if you grow to – whatever some arbitrary number that's when they start thinking about you know giving you violations and warnings is that what you experienced too it is actually i did a video on project bluebeam when the whole balloons were going on and i found a bunch of documents that weren't even declassified like they're still classified before my video could even get put up i got a violate on a video where i had almost two million views and it was up for like three with no complaints Wow. So they are. They they must have a yeah. team of yeah. employees just watching everybody. It's like Orwellian surveillance world already. <laughs> oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. We've, We've been in Orwell's, been in Orwell's um, 1984, probably since 2008, I'd say. Probably 2012, really into it, when they started changing the language. Yeah, that was right after the uh, the housing market crash here in the States. And then uh, somewhere around there, Obama got rid of the Smith-Munt Modernization Act, and they started running uh, psychological operations and propaganda against we American people. So that's a fun story I told on the show in the past. Do you think it's worse up in Canada as far as the Orwellian uh, control and dominating nightmare of the big government oh 100 percent. Oh, like we like, are probably a couple of decades ahead of you guys in the entire orwellian un agenda agenda the march towards the new world order oh boy oh 
Oh yeah, yeah. like Canada, oh, yeah. We're, like we're, Canada we're screwed. We're like screwed. I'm thinking like, about I'm fleeing. Thinking about fleeing. <laughs> we're, we're, so okay, okay, I like that idea. Let's let's go down that road. If we got to get out of here, we got to grab our bug out bag and dip. Where are we going? Where's the best idea? <laughs> Honest, honestly, honestly, uh, uh, mind the and I'd say and like I'd say for Nicaragua or Costa Rica, if you want to head south. Costa Rica's good. I've been to Costa Rica a couple of times. Manuel Antonio, oh yeah, hottest wa- hottest ocean water I've ever been in in my entire life. <laughs> and it's green. It's one of the greenest countries in the world. No way. I'm with no you, way. Costa Rica. Oh yeah. Yes, I'm so yes. down for cotton. I'm, I'm sick of the winter just because the winter was colder than Alaska sometimes. So I'm totally down for Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Minnesota. I'm down here in Minneapolis. I'm not too far south of you. And boy, I am over the cold. Over it. <laughs> I'm actually closer I'm actually to Alaska closer than, to I, am than the, I am the uh, southern border. Uh, oh, boy. Where exactly are you in Canada again? Um, right now, I am right about, now I am about, I'd say, three hours, say three hours just south just of south the northwest border. border. Of the what was that? The Northwest the Territory northwest border. Oh, Northwest Territory border. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, you know what it's like. It's yeah. freezing. <laughs> just It's probably worse than Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it Oof. sucks. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I used to live in I used to live in San Diego, and I miss it every day. Sometimes in the winter time. <laughs> I don't even remember, don't what, even summer remember like. what summer is like. I know. Jeez. So, you know, let's real quick. Let's talk about you. So they they tanked your TikTok after millions of followers, and I'm sure a lot of your videos went around the world. And as they should, I think uh, you probably actually made a lot of people wake up a little bit already because um, I admire the fact that you're going to keep at it despite the fact that they they uh, deleted or you know your your first page. So you know the world needs more people like you, and I like to think more people like me that not only have done the research and have read and thought and you know, destroyed their ego and came to terms with the realities of this world. But not only have done that work, that inner work, uh, but also found the courage to say, you know what? I'm going to say what I think needs to be said. I'm going to be intellectually honest and I'm going to do it courageously in the face of jail time, ridicule, and maybe even death. And I think that that is something that has been seriously lost in our world for a number of reasons. And I really hope that there's more of us out there. What do you think? You think there's a lot of us out there fighting the good fight? I think there are. I think, I think a lot are. of people are also people afraid are also because, afraid the, because elites the elites or the parasites, or as, the I parasites them, as I call them, have talked themselves up a lot. Um, they um, basically they made basically a civil war in former Yugoslavia, and I don't want to see that happen in the West. And so these parasites can kiss my rear end because I'm going to be a pain in their ass because they ruined my childhood. They took away my life, and I'm not going to allow them to basically just go and put their plans put forward their plans like they thought they could. 
See, I love that. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show today. I, I love your story. And I, I remember, so I was in the military and I always tell people, I remember going overseas and traveling the world at a young age. And when I came back to the United States, uh, after my first deployment, I saw my country with new eyes. Uh, so many things made sense to me. So many things that I didn't know about, I, I started realizing and understanding. And I think that traveling and taking the opportunity to spend some of uh, your hard-earned money on getting out of wherever you live and going and seeing the world uh, is step one in your awakening. And I think more people need somebody uh you know or people like you and others that have actually lived in other countries and have seen how bad it can really get like that's my biggest criticism of americans I'm like people i say on my show all the time you guys have no idea how good you have it and you're crying and bitching and complaining about it it's just gross what's your opinion of the american people yeah. do you see it the way i see it it's bad it's bad well, um, well, see, the um, thing is, the I thing actually is, have a uh, soft spot for the American people because the government, well, not the government, but the cabal, but the cabal basically, basically used, used propaganda, propaganda and changed and history and, 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 you know, on purposely, um, each truth. And same the Canadian and government. Canadian and so, government. And so um, I actually love I actually seeing love how proud seeing Americans how are Americans of the United are, States, which United they States, should be, because pride in a nation is something to be proud of. And it used to be the glue that holds a nation together. And then they basically started to separate us all, and they made us hate what we had and, you know, all of that stuff. And so, and so I actually feel for I the American people the because American I've met so many great so Americans that are just Americans absolutely amazing absolutely people who would give the shirt off their backs to you. And you don't really and see that a lot in other Western, Western countries, countries, especially in Europe. And so I actually have an admiration for the American people. And I hope that they stand up and actually get their country back. Yeah, I do too. And I like to think that there are a lot of we Americans out there that do have pride in our country and, and understand the importance of freedom and the importance of being able to write your own ticket and not be under the thumb of some Leviathan, out-of-control, omnipotent, devil-worshipping, blood-sucking government <laughs> parasites like you like to say, you know, and... <laughs> it, it, you know, once you really get down to the nuts and bolts of a lot of the research that a lot of us have been doing, it's, it, it, you know, I mean, it is a mind blowing experience when you really find out for the first time, when you have that epiphany moment where you become open minded, you let yourself let the information in, you let it swirl around your head a little bit. And then, wow, the whole it's, it's like taking the red pill, right? Once you go down the rabbit hole, you can't go back. You know what I mean? It is. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. Once Absolutely. you're awake Once you're and, awake um, and you see um, the world see for what it is and you realize it was, was, was a lie, there's absolutely no going back because you can't go back to sleep. And I think that's why us Canadians were scared watching the states fall. From an outsider, America is basically the land of the free. And you guys truly do have the freedom to make whatever you want. 
And I've traveled the world a lot, and the United States is the beacon of freedom. And if the United States falls, the West falls. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna take uh, a lot of people like us putting our content out there and trying to get ahead of the game and beating them to their own timelines. And I don't know how the media is gonna spin spin it if we actually start making some headway. And maybe they won't. Maybe maybe the revolution is gonna be a silent one that the media never covers. I don't know. But with the dawn of artificial intelligence coming, um, I don't know. What do you think about AI? Do you, th- do you think AI is going to take us out before, you know, viruses <laughs> are going to take us out? What do you think about that? Well, AI, AI learns from us learns and what we input what we on, the on the internet. And, and if we if just stop just using, using certain, certain aspects, aspects of the internet, of the like, internet Google like Google and, and things that are being collected by AI, we can literally just stop AI from from learning. Yeah, that you know what? And it's really that simple. That reminds me of a lot of people in the States are always like bitching about taxes. And I'm like, well, stop paying taxes. And they're like, well, wait, are, are they they're going to arrest me or I'm going to get in trouble? It's like, well, no, I know people that haven't filed their taxes in years. And there's no law on the books that says that the IRS is a government agency. It's just like the Fed, like the Federal Reserve. But people still are just... They, they can't shake it. They can't shake that framework of how the civilization was sold to them, you know, with the school system as, as children. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not everybody is able to wake up, but I think we should keep trying. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. There's percent of people who will never wake. They are forever and permanently NPCs. And even the CIA has said that. As for fixing the matrix, there is no fixing the matrix. The matrix was made against us. And the only thing that we can do is turn our back on the matrix and start building a parallel society that works for us and where we guard keep it from the cabal. I like that. I like that. I like that you're are going to keep fighting the good fight. I love that you, in the face of getting axed off of TikTok with, uh, you know, the work you put into accumulating millions of followers and for them to just hack you off and you're like, you know what? Fuck that. We're going. We're going to keep it going. We're not going to shut up. We're not going to go away. We're going to be the monkey and the wrench, the thorn in your side, the pain in your ass. (laughs) And, And... we're going to grow. Exactly. It's going to grow. Exactly. We got to do. Yep, I agree. And Yeah, the elites can yeah, the kiss, elites my, can ass. kiss my, my ass. I'm not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think I said at the end of one of my episodes, I'm like, I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to go away. And then I was like, make me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's too many of There's us and they have too many fires too going, many going on right now that they're basically losing. I love that. So, yeah, talk about that a little bit. So what have you discovered along those lines of news stories that look like, uh, you know, the cabal is falling or they're losing ground in certain places because people are waking up and saying, "Uh uh-uh, we ain't going to do this. A lot of people don't hear those stories because of how inundated they are with the mainstream media propaganda bullshit. So, you know, what... uh, is there any specific situations you can comment on that you've seen that looks like, all right, people are waking up and we're heading in the right direction? 
Well, for one, well, we've, for got, one like, we've got like the superpowers now fighting, now for fighting for who's going to be on top, to be on and top. that's their, and main, that's concern. their main concern. And, and mainstream, mainstream news media, news media is, absolutely is absolutely losing ground. Losing I, mean, ground. I mean, CNN and CBC CNN in Canada have like maybe Canada three viewers, like three if, viewers that. if that. Um, people are um, people turning are to independent journals. And people and are starting people to are starting do to digging do and research digging and of their research own of into their own all of these parties. Of these parties. It is very it is obvious very that obvious people are waking up to the fact that most of the right wing and the left wing are part of the same bird. There are a few anomalies in the players and the games. Um, they are using the Epstein um, case complete, um, hacked the Deutsche Bank, and sold the information on the dark web about all of the clients of Epstein who worked on Deutsche Bank. So that's going to be floating around on the legal web in about a week. Um, and, and, yeah, and yeah, Pfizer's and losing. Pfizer's um, losing. Um, Pfizer and the DOD, and the DOD are now DOD basically are now throwing each other under the bus. Under the they bus. lost the COVID they case. The COVID um, case. I don't think um, they can ever do can another ever pandemic do another and have pandemic this and kind of a success kind of rate. Success rate. And, and and to be honest, to be honest they're losing they're at every ground imaginable. That's good news. That gives me hope. That's awesome. Um, I think we're gonna see it play out. Uh, w you know, with this upcoming election, uh, I did a show with my buddy Sam Winchester. We talked about uh, the whole, you know, Trump and DeSantis and uh, Glenn Youngkin, who used to be president of Carlisle Group, being the guy that they're going to run to and how these guys are going to look like perfect candidates, like just uh, 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 there's no way that it's going to be a losing ticket to most Americans, but they're both controlled and dominated puppets already if you look at their history and their funding and all that kind of thing so what do you foresee with this uh upcoming american election see i've dug see, a lot dug a into, lot into um, trump, um, trump and i realized and pence, I realized pence was, was the issue was but the issue, i still but feel I still like feel trump, like is, an trump is an anomaly um, um he he, he took the United States the United out of the States Paris, Paris Accord, Accord. Um, almost succeeded um, in, in that. He basically, he basically made peace made with peace Russia, with and, Russia North and North Korea. Korea. Um, China, China due to China, the power the powerhouse that they will that have, they now, will have um, now because um, of the industry that's, the going, industry into China. that's going into China. Um, um, and Trump and comes and back. I know he's a little abrasive. I know he's a little. You know, rough around the edges, but at the same time, he's real. You know. Yeah, he he seems that way. He presents that way, and I think that's what people like about him. But I don't know. I mean, he he was affiliated with Epstein too. Maybe he's got good intentions. I feel like I'm I'm one of those people that's just torn on Trump. I don't know if he's gonna be the guy moving forward, but I think you're right. I think. If you look at the evidence of what he accomplished, he did a lot of really good things, more good things than I think a lot of recent American presidents have done, for sure. Absolutely, and he also has a bunch of those that were suppressed of him talking against Epstein. And I think people need to understand that once you're at that level, you have to walk amongst the enemy in order to basically get to a certain place. 
That's a good point. Um, it, it's hard it not to hard walk amongst the enemy amongst because you will have enemies will have within your cabinet who are trying to infiltrate you as well. So it's a very so it's fine a very walk fine with what you're doing. And sometimes, doing. and sometimes it looks like you're going the off way, but you're just playing the game that is expected of you in politics. And politics is a game of blackmail and dirtiness. And there's a there's a lot of information and layer to it. Yep. I always say that uh, the movers and shakers are the ones that, you know, they're living in a world that, you know, it's it's a lot of situations are life and death on a daily basis. And I think a lot of the average citizens forget that. Um, you know, it's it's with great power comes great responsibility. And sometimes those people are severely irresponsible with that power and so i think that's just what history i mean it's just this juggling match of good versus evil you know what i mean what do you what do you think about that i think that i think that's definitely the case i've been where um they were infiltrated infiltrated by the opposition opposition, and and i've even heard them call me the f and devil devil, um without them thinking i heard so um it just depends Um, on on whose side you're on and how you see the future future. and um um, yeah (laughs) so wait hold on a second who said that you were the devil what? Um, so um, I'm known so for I'm taking out political taking careers out political with the information that I find. And, um, and these, um, two guys these two guys uh, didn't recognize, uh, didn't me, recognize me, me up and I wear a baseball, wear cap, a baseball a lot. cap a lot. And one of, and them, one of them asked his partner, asked his do you know who that is? And he's like, no, I don't know. I don't know. And he said, that's that girl off of TikTok. The one who will take down political opponents. And she's the effing devil. And um, that's when I realized that those two were just agents in that meeting to basically gather information on us. Wow. So, you know, if you're going to do eight to 10 hours of research a day, then I think people need to start listening to you. You need to get that podcast up and running because I'm going to be listening. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you. I, will I will absolutely try and try start a and podcast, start podcast as, as soon as I can. As I, can. <laughs> I think that'll be really fascinating because, like I said, uh, you know, I, I think one of the reasons why you probably blew up as, bi- as big as you did uh, is because I always say, you know, you, you can't take the work away from people and the the research and the work that you put into things even people that are also doing the same thing that you're doing but just maybe not uh, at, at that level maybe they don't have enough time but they still are looking stuff up and trying to read books uh i think i always tell people buy physical books and read them you know don't go digital because if they ever drop an EMP on us, you're not going to have those books anyway. So, you know, and I don't know what it takes to get people to come around to accepting these ideas, but I think you're doing a great job. Uh, and I think that, you know, the work that you've put in already demands respect. So thank you for putting your information and your content out in the world fearlessly. Because I tell people all the time, you got to find courage. You have to have it. You have to have it. 
Absolutely, and Absolutely. thank you so much. Thank and also, so don't, be also afraid. don't be afraid. Um, don't be afraid of these don't guys. They, we are they, so we are much higher in number than they are. And the more of us push, the more of us get louder with all with all of this the information. The more we shine a light on their darkness, and the shadows cannot live in the light. I love that message so much. I'm going to keep checking out your stuff. And please come back in the future. Let's uh, let's catch up and touch base again in the future. Uh, I love uh, hearing you tell me stories about stuff that you found through your research. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be a spot on my show for truth seekers like us. So thanks so much for coming on the show. And do you have anything you wanted to say or plug before we get out of here? Um, thank you for um, having me on the show. I truly show. appreciate I truly it, and I'd love to be back again. Be back um, again. I thank you for the opportunity. All right, let us know when you get your website back up, too. Is it, is it up now, or did you say you have to put your website back up where people can find your stuff? Yeah, I got to put yeah, everything back put up. Everything um, back it got up. hacked um, pretty good. Hacked All pretty my good. Uh, information All my on it is gone. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Okay, well, introverts uh, 008. Is that this the new name for the TikTok page, or what's the new name? You said Truth Seeker zero one zero one one. That's the one. The That's introvert zero zero eight is completely gone. Completely I can't even gone. use the name anymore. Oh. Okay, people. So there you have it. Truth Seeker zero one zero one one. Tiana, thank you so much for coming on the show, and I look forward to seeing more of your videos. And learning from the research you're putting in, and the world needs more more of you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having Thank me. You so Thank much you. For having- All right, that's the show, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. Um, God, I hated the beginning of this. Oh God, that's so crazy. Oh sweet, that's so crazy. Shut up, Andrew Dork. All right, people. <laughs> it's time to play. Some punk rock. All right, people. It's time to play some punk rock. And I hope you guys like that interview. Um... I try to get that echo effect off of her voice. I know it's a little distracting, but I, I know it was rather a little distracting, but I know that you guys got the point. I know you guys are smart, um, attentive listeners, intelligent truth seekers. So I'm sure you got it. Your attention spans are a little bit longer than the majority of people out there. Long form conversations is what you're looking for. And podcasting gives that to you. So today I am excited to bring to you a new band here on the show. I was recently given permission by the band Bridge the Gap to play some of their tunes for you. Bridge the Gap is a collection of four friends who toured hard and released music together in the 90s and early 2000s. Sounds like me. After putting down their instruments for a time to start families, (laughs) the dudes reorganized 
as a new band with a fresh creative perspective and a burning passion to share their brand of skate punk with the world. With their new record, Secret Combinations, Bridge the Gap plants its skate punk flag with 13 anthems produced by Bill Stevenson and recorded at the Blasting Room. So these guys are uh, produced by the Descendants Lab. That's their lab, their recording studio, the Blasting Room. Uh, very famous punk rock recording studio. And I'm going to play you guys a song by this band that I liked a lot. And I really like the lyrics. I'm actually going to do some lyrics uh, before I play you the song because I haven't done lyrics in a while and I like these lyrics. So here we go. The air in the foxholes getting thick. The fifth generation war is now kinetic. You're over the target, the flax closing in. The enemy takes aim. You're over the target, the panic sets in. All that you hold dear is now fair game. Watch the bums fall on their heads. Cleanse the body politic. The blood of tyrants feeds the tree of liberty. There's no parlaying in good faith. Pursuit of power took its rightful place. You're over the target, the flax closing in, the enemy takes aim. You're over the target, the blitzkrieg begins. Nothing's ever gonna be the same. Watch the bombs fall on their heads. Cleanse the body politic. The blood of tyrants feeds the tree of liberty. The die is cast. There's no turning back from this weaponized bureaucracy. Gird up their loins, don't look back. Because they closed the Rubicon tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, making their debut on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Here's the band Bridge the Gap with their song Over the Target.
right people that was the song over the target by the band bridge the gap and i'm gonna play you one more song by these guys this has got the most listens of all their tracks on spotify uh this new record of theirs has a lot of songs uh so i think it's like 18 songs and it looks like they broke it up onto different uh different ep colors and stuff it's pretty cool i like their artwork and their uh creative direction so go check them out they're on spotify now their new record uh secret combinations is available for purchase now you're going to be seeing and hearing about these guys a lot i'm going to play one more track by these guys i'm not going to read the lyrics though because uh this episode's get long and we got to get out of here pretty soon so here we go. This uh, track has the most uh, listens so far. Uh, and it's awesome with their second song here today on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Here's Bridge the Gap with their song, My Creation. <laughs>
right people. That was the song My Creation by the band Bridge the Gap. Thanks for letting us feature your music on the show today, guys. I love your band. You guys are awesome. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Buy a t-shirt. Donate to the show. Read the show notes that are there on some episodes and are not on others. I'm getting around to it. I'm getting around to it. I know. Um, I got some merch up there now, guys. Just trying to get my feet wet, seeing if you guys like or care about merch uh, for the show. I got some cups and some stickers and some magnets and some cool hats, trucker hats, uh, baseball cap. Um, <clears throat> what else I got up there? A t-shirt, new t-shirt with the show logo on it. Uh, yeah, so you know, throw me a couple bucks, buy some gear if you would, help me promote my show, uh, and maybe get some cool uh, gear to rock out in the world. I'd appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Tiana. Can't wait to have her back on the show. Go check out her uh, Instagram, Truthseeker01011. Instagram and TikTok looks like. Go check her out before they axe her. And I don't know, maybe they're going to axe all of we podcasters and truth seekers here off of the old social medias pretty soon with this restrict act. The, the, Patriot Act for the interwebs, as they are saying. What a bunch of bullshit, people. What a time to be alive. It's getting crazier and crazier out there. I don't know how any of us are staying sane anymore, especially with how many fucking drugs and bullshit we're all on. No wonder we're all losing it. People, you got you to gotta go return to nature. You got to get all the synthetic shit out of your body. Go take your feet and walk barefoot on the the grass. Now that the weather's getting nicer, ground yourself to Mother Earth. Eat real food. Stop eating food that has fucking commercials and pesticides and preservatives and all this fucking bullshit. They're trying to kill you. They've been trying to kill us or at least reduce our lifespans for years and years and years, people. You got to filter your water. You got to get all those dissolved solids out. All the fucking mercury and bullshit that's giving you dementia and Alzheimer's at an early age. All these alleged vaccinations we make our kids take that apparently is the cause for the rise in Asperger's and autism. And what the fuck are we doing to people, man? Like, and we're all guilty of the tyranny of convenience. The cost, people, for quicker, faster, easier, is your fucking health. I'm sorry. You got to eat real food. You got to drink clean water. You got to talk to people and stop isolating. You got to get out of your fucking house and go be a member of your community. Socialize with others. People need people. We're social creatures. You can't isolate away from the world. It's not healthy. 
Are we going to just cry and bitch and whine and complain and come up with a million excuses of why our lives suck and it's never going to get any better? So let's just be fucking nuts and suicidal and all this shit, right? I know I'm going on a rant at the end of my fucking show today, but I'm so sick and tired of people, victims, victim mentality people walking around sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of other other people being sick and tired. You know what I do when I'm sick and tired? I go for a walk. I go for a bike ride. I go work out. I go swim. I write a song. I try to remember what I love about the world and focus on that. Happiness is a choice, people, and it's an inward thing. You have to look inwardly if you want to know the truth. And if you want happiness, whatever that means to you, you need to find Peace. Peace, people. Calm. And if you are going to isolate from the world for a little while, then dive into yourself. Start pursuing a goal. Learn a skill. And come back bigger, better, faster, stronger, more engaged, more full of love, and not being so full of fear anymore. So you can participate in your world while you still have it. I love you guys so much. Thank you for continuing to listen to my little show. I love you guys. Take care of each other out there. And don't be a fucking dick to people. It's really that simple. We got enough assholes running around. We don't need any more of you stupid fucks being dicks to everybody because you haven't taken the time to work on yourself and figure out why you feel the need to be such a fucking dick to people all the time. All right. I'll be back soon with another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Thank you. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been... Episode 138 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast, entitled, Tiana the Truth Seeker is Punk Rock. And no, I do not have a crush on you. (laughs) Shut up, Andrew. We'll see you next time.